Okay, let me set this up. That's good enough, I guess. Hello? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 31, I think. Episode 31. You know, actually, I'm going to stop saying the episode numbers. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is... Does that... What do you think? Sorry, what? Should I say the episode numbers or not? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I feel like it's going to get to a point where it's going to start to sound kind of ridiculous. No, you can, like, brag about how many you've done. Okay. Like, ooh. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Nate. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. That's really nice of you. Yes, you. I'm talking to you in your ear hole right now. You. I hope you're having a good day. But for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Thanks for coming by. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today, my friend Tony is on the show. And for those of you who don't know Tony already, he is a jack-of-all-trades of some sorts. He, uh, I met him in the local music scene like I fucking meet everybody I know. And then he also is somebody who makes candles, which is weird. Who the fuck do you know that makes candles? Probably nobody, unless you know Tony already. Then you know a guy that makes candles. That's pretty cool. So we're going to talk about music and we're going to talk about candles and we're going to talk a bit about colognes and fragrances because that's related to candles. And then we're going to talk about some like men's fashion because Tony's a stylish motherfucker and we're going to talk about that and things that you should and shouldn't wear if you're a dude. This is a completely different conversation for me. We're going to talk about music a little bit. We're going to talk about this other stuff some more. So it's a different pace. I feel pretty good about it. And, uh, yeah. Get ready for some for some knowledge about how to be a fly dude, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. That sounded like so not fly. Pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> Sit back. <laughs> just, just calm down. Everybody just calm down. Just chill out. Sit back. Relax. I really don't want to yell. And let's start the motherfucking beat! Slightly Bjorky. Okay. Um, it's very, it's very minimalistic though. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna have to check out this dough. Pa- 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll write it down for you or mm. something if I remember. Yes. So, how did you get into weird music? Weird because, music. Because like, this is some pretty like off kilter shit. Like my brightest diamond. I feel like. Yeah. You know, I've talked to people, and people say they are aware, a very small amount of people, and there was barely anybody at that show. Yeah, And yeah. It's, it's crazy to think that, like, somebody with, like, that much talent mm-hmm. draws so little, but maybe it's just so eclectic that it doesn't pull yeah. people in. 
Yeah. I don't know. But how did, what about where did you uh, find this weird shit at? Or did I, you just come I into it? I don't know what, like, what got me into, like, weird, ambient, like, experimental music. I, I guess, I don't know. Um, we'll probably have to go back into the vault of, like, my whole uh, musical progression. Um, <laughs> so I started off just listening to, like, rap music. Okay. Um, so Was that, I, like, your first favorite music? Like, yeah. I was like, were you talking, um, like, like toddler no we're talking like this was probably around like middle school era okay. i started getting into ludicrous which is really funny <laughs> like it, it like, explains some things ludicrous <laughs> nelly ja rule i was just rapping to ja rule on on halloween night <laughs> we were singing uh, i'm real and i lost my voice the next day because the whole time I'm like uh, rule, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but um so that was like the first uh like musical endeavor that i started actually like listening to on my own okay um shortly after that time frame i started like i really like switched it up and i started listening to like orgy and <laughs> and like pantera and a lot like heavier music which is okay makes no sense um you a confused child yeah yeah it's just like <laughs> i just like was very polar like i would listen yeah. to rap like just like fun rap music and then i'd listen to like that shit um and then Shortly after that, like, once I started getting into high school, I started getting into, like, the stereotypical, like, Taking Back Sunday brand new. Okay. Um, Armor for Sleep and Scary Kids Scaring Kids. Those were, like, my jams. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I started listening to that. And then afterwards, I went through, like, a metal phase. And... What metal bands? God, like, um... Misery Signals was my oh, favorite. Yeah. They yeah. were They were my all-time favorite. Um... I actually, I think this might, this, this might start like getting into like where, um, I started liking the ethereal music and stuff. Okay. Like that. Misery Signals on their album controller. Yeah. There's a all lot. that awesome guitar work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like real spacey and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I, those were like, I mean, I love like the heavy, like breakdowns and shit like that, that they did. But what I liked the most about the music was the fact that it just felt like, was like so spaced out. Yeah, it was really pretty. Yeah. It was. It was pretty. It is. In a weird way. <laughs> yeah. It's really angry, but it's like really pretty, mm -hmm. you know? No, it sounds silly. like, a, it's like a, they were one of the first metal bands that I noticed like, that were able to like pull off a real heavy, but emotive sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's just some, like, sort of, like, passion in there there's... that I had never really picked up on before. I don't want right. to say no, no other band's ever done it. Right. So I'm sure somebody did. I just didn't know of the it. The first one that, like, but, yeah. picked up on. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time I heard it, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, yeah. making me feel something. Yeah, like, like tough metal dudes have emotions, too. Yeah, which, like I mean, <laughs> I had gotten those feelings from other music before, but never from a heavy album. Like, right. As like a metal core, essentially, is kind of like what they were doing. Like, yeah. I never got that emotion from a band like that. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, um, they like, I don't know, just, I, I just love delay and, and like sure. spaciness like that. Like, um, uh, what's it called? After that, after I started like listening to, to like Misery Signals and shit, um, my, my art professor, or, or not professor, it was in high school, so my art teacher, teacher <laughs> um, he showed me this, uh, he showed me, uh, what's it called? Um, in the Wake of Poseidon. The, it's not, it's not the band name, but, um, shit, do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. 
It sounds familiar, but the king, uh, King Crimson, King Crimson. Okay, that's who it is, and it's oh, like yo, 1960s, oh. sure, like, sure. psychedelic music. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess like I guess in the court like, of the Crimson King. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I started getting really into that kind of music, um, brief like at that brief period in time. Okay, and I think like I think that was kind of like the the transition where I like really weird, really like odd music and stuff like that. Yeah, I found out. <laughs> about some of the weirdest shit I listen to now off of MySpace Top 8s. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, well, nice. What happened was there would be like a band that I would like and I'd go on their MySpace and they'd always yeah. have like other bands as like their Top 8 or whatever. Right. And I found some really, really awesome shit through there. Like what kind of stuff? Like the one thing I could think of now is, are you familiar with Kimbra? Yeah. I love her. I found out about Kimbra in like 2009. Really? Because she was on, I believe, either through... I think she was on Mute Math's Top 8. Really? Yeah. That is so bizarre. I would or maybe, like, that. I went on Mute Math's page and clicked on them, then clicked on somebody else and found Kimbra, but I know I found Kimbra like... through MySpace's Top 8. <laughs> and I, I was... At the time, like, she really wasn't a big deal. Like, I sent her a message, and she messaged me back. Really? I was just like, this is awesome. I hope that... <laughs> You know, you blow up in America one day because your stuff's really good. Yeah. And, and sure enough. Yeah, she yeah. did. <laughs> Deservingly. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah, and, like, I just was able to keep up with her through then. And then I remember, like, she did this song with this guy that I had never heard of before. And I was like, this is kind of a catchy song. Next thing you know, somebody that I used to know is everywhere. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, like, I had heard that song like a good bit of time before it got really popular just be from following Kimbra and her just like yeah. posting something about it. Like I did a guest on this guy's song. Me and this dude Godier. <laughs> yeah. And I think that the internet in general helped me find a lot of more obscure shit mm-hmm. that I normally wouldn't take a chance on. Yeah. Like when yeah. I was in high school, I would take a chance on a lot of metal CDs because there'd be some CD cover that looked real wretched. <laughs> and like, this has to be good. Yeah. You know, but as far as uh, other stuff, uh, like the any like indie pop or weird experimental electronic stuff, yeah, I think the internet really helped me find that because it's so easy to dig through and dig through and shuffle. Right. If you're willing to shuffle through all the stuff, you can find some really cool things. Yeah, which exactly. is one of the like few good things that the internet I think did for music. <laughs> I, I agree. mean, granted, you know, I will go online, find something that I like, and buy the album. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's many other people that are doing that, unfortunately. <laughs> <Pirating it. laughs> yeah, some people, like, the YouTube link works for them. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so where are you at with that kind of stuff? Are you, like, a physical guy, digital guy? Um, I'm mainly digital, but I'm slowly but surely starting to acquire a bit of a record collection. I don't have many right now, but, um... I, 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 I just I really want to have my own record yeah, collection. It's something that's not really practical for everybody. No. You know? But I can see the allure to it. Like, once I started, like, once I got my first record, um, which I, I bought, actually, uh, it's a friend of it's a friend of ours. Uh, we played a show with him. His name is Christopher Paul Stelling. He, um, he was, like, the coolest dude ever. Seriously, like, we, <laughs> <laughs> like, we played a house show um a friend of a friend it like got us in contact because he was coming through pittsburgh and we were like can't really get a, a, a like show going and everything like that so um we're like let's just have a house show and he's like great i'm there he's like i'll play whatever like anything awesome. that you yeah. have um and we just like 
we we got to we got to Giuseppe's house probably at like four in the afternoon and he was there like the like the whole time so we just hung out until like 10 o'clock and then when we started like we started playing music then and he's just like this incredible songwriter he just like um he's just really cool and he um i wanted to i wanted to support him just because he's um he's done a lot of really big things but he is like completely unsigned um so he doesn't work for any labels or anything like that so there's a lot of times where he's just like really struggling sure and um i was like dude i just want to help you right now so i'm gonna buy a record and after i did that i was just like I can see why people like this a lot. <laughs> it's know? cool, you know? It's something to... Uh, it's like an artifact. It's just something to take and hold and listen to. And like, yeah. To, like, listen to a record, it's like... It's like there's a personal involvement with it that... Yeah. I guess it's not for everybody. Like, before you came here, I was just, like, listening to different records. I was like, sit down, <laughs> give it my full attention. Yeah. Really, like... Uh, yeah, give the music the attention that it deserves. It's not like I'm listening to it in headphones on my phone or something while i'm passing through or at work or in the car like it's i mean granted you could like sit down and just put music on your computer true or whatever and pay attention to it but it's real easy to get distracted like well if i'm on the computer i might as well check my facebook yeah oh i'll just pause this (laughs) yeah and uh i went through i started uh collecting records as a kid with my uncle okay and then um whenever i turned 16 i bought started getting stuff to make beats and I bought a turntable because I was like, well, yeah. if I'm making beats, I should probably have a turntable because that's what people that make beats do, <laughs> say yeah. turntables. And uh, my uncle, who I went record shopping with all the time, mm-hmm. he would let me pick out a record every time I went out with him. Yeah. And he kept them. And then whenever I told him I got a turntable, he gave me all of these oh, records back. Serious? So I have all of my like original Iron Maiden pressings and all yes. this stuff from when I was a kid. So I started collecting records a bit, and then I kind of fell off and got really into digital. Yeah. Just because it didn't, like, I don't know, I, did, I guess I just wasn't, like, I didn't have a good job at the time, mm-hmm. and it's like, paying money for anything just seemed kind of stupid, so I got really into <laughs> digital. But the first time I got back into physical was actually playing with a band. Yeah. I was in 2009 playing out at the Blue Violet Cafe. Do you remember that spot? It was in Rochester, PA. I don't know no. if he would have ever played there. They did a lot of, like, heavier shows. Okay. Um, but, so, there's a band that ends up showing up to play. I guess they got a hold of the venue the day of the show. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, you know, we're just passing through. We're looking for a date. Can we play the show that you have? And I guess the venue was like, sure, you could play. So they played <laughs> before anybody else and fucking blew me away so hard that, like, it was like, how the fuck does nobody know who they are? They were just starting off. Really? And uh, whenever they were done, they didn't have any records, but they had a CD. And I just liked them so much, I had to get their CD. Yeah. And the band was Oh Brother. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No way. How long ago was that? 2009. Oh my God. Yeah. And now now they're like killing it. Yeah. They're doing so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because every time I see them, I, st- I tell them like, hey, like I still remember that time I saw you. And they remember. They're like, really? No shit. You were there. Because there was like 10 people there. It was just like <laughs> a small show, you know? And yeah. Like, they destroyed just as good as they were now they were then. Oh my God. Killing it. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. So, you know, it's it was so awesome to see them keep continuing to like get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and because they deserve it they're really fucking good right, right so okay so let's backtrack a bit yeah yeah um sure. listening to music and playing music 
when did you pick up an instrument? How did this happen? Oh, that started before I even started getting into music and listening to it. Yeah. Okay, so were you like Um, a school band kind of guy? I was. I I started playing trumpet in fourth grade. And um, it was was really funny because whenever, uh, like, fourth grade rolled around, my parents were like, um, do you want, like... They, they, they kind of realized that I wasn't really into sports and stuff like that. And like, yeah. Do you want to pick up an instrument? Like, you need to do something. Do you have any brothers or sisters or anything? I do have one brother. And, okay. um, he, he like played, he started playing soccer whenever he was like two, like probably two years old. So I was Jeez. born into. They let two year olds play soccer? I don't know how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> he just like pushes it with his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um. But yeah, so like I was born into like a sport family uh, and okay. um, I I like didn't really take much of a liking to sports and everything like that. Sure. I'm the least competitive person in the entire like <laughs> face of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so they were just like, you know, like you, you can get into like music or something like that. Like you want to pick an instrument and I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And I wanted to pick a clarinet. I don't know why, but they, they like squandered that. They're like, no, you're gonna get made fun of so it's like (laughs) (laughs) like okay i won't play that and then um i decided to play trumpet and um i really took a liking to it a lot and i started taking a lot of uh like student lessons like getting getting really uh learning like really quickly and everything that was like that was the first instrument that i picked up and then um the next instrument would have been it would have been bass so i i I believe i started playing bass whenever i was um it was definitely high school i want to say it was ninth or tenth grade okay um because sean sweeney and i we were (laughs) mr network yeah we were friends ever since kindergarten okay yeah like we we knew we went to the same kindergarten elementary school middle school and um he started playing guitar and he had this like he had this like really shitty like blue like Johnson uh telly guitar. Okay. Um and he's like, "Yeah, I love like rock and roll and stuff like that. And, like, let's start a band." <laughs> so, um let's start like playing music together and everything and I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll learn bass." Um because I was thinking about playing guitar. And they said like they they like I went to the guitar shop and I was like thinking about it and they're like, "Honestly, your fingers are not really meant to to play a guitar that oh. you got you got like dude you got like short stubby fingers so <laughs> i was like well what can i do you could have done it yeah i could have i could have if i started you off been like, like fuck you yeah i'm above that <laughs> but no i started playing bass um around like ninth or tenth grade and um i taught myself that so by that time i was already playing music for a while i could read um i could read sheet music and um and everything so i was like this shouldn't be that difficult to do it's just a different medium um so i started i started with tabs briefly and then i I, it took a really long time for me to actually like sight read tablatures and i would just play i mean i would just play like the used like that's (laughs) like really all that i did so um Sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but then, yeah, like, what I did was I just decided, I'm like, I'm not going to really use tabs anymore. I'm going to try to, like, listen and hear it. So I learned essentially by ear. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So the first band you were in was with Sean Sweeney? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, was this instead of sleeping or some early incarnation of it? Or was there this, something different? This, um, well, there were a lot of different uh, incarnations of instead of sleeping. That was the second, like, 
I guess you could say project that we were involved in. But the first thing that Sean and I did was with um, a friend of ours, Ashley Maimone. She's a singer. Um, we did a cover band and it was called Something to Burn because <laughs> this is like so good because <laughs> like right when we started started doing that, I found that um, I, I, I like recently found Finch. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they have that song called Something to Burn. And it's like, it's like such deep lyrics. Like, <laughs> sure. So yeah, we called it Something to Burn and we played, um, oh God, we played like, like Hinder and like god like i think we like did play... x music yeah like trapped yeah and it was just sean played Huba stank <laughs> no we didn't play Huba stank, but that was like in hindsight like we should have crawling in the dark man. oh my god that song was just so emotional <laughs> that's some emotive shit that is fuck that misery signals <laughs> right right Huba stank bring it that's back. some real passion yes <laughs> um but yeah, we just He's did... just looking for the answers, man. He's just looking, crawling in the he's dark. He's just crawling in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're fucking playing music with Sean. Okay. Yeah, so um, we were just doing, like, covers. He played acoustic guitar. I played bass, which... And, and you had a singer? Sang. Okay. Yeah. No percussion. No percussion. <laughs> it was it was interesting. Uh, we played, like, a couple church shows and different things like that. We played um, at, like, some coffee shops, too. And then Sean and I... Um, we started getting into writing just because playing covers wasn't doing it for us. We were just like, this is not. Sure. It's not. like I, I, I always like to um, compare covering music to painting. Like, like if, you're, if you're like an artist, like a painter, it's like painting renditions of Picasso pieces. Sure. You know, like it's like, like it's it, cool to learn and like pick up on characteristics of their style and, and genre and things like that. Yeah. But there's, I don't know. There, there's a it's, lot more satisfaction. It's weird. I feel like if you're, there's like, once you get to like being like a mid-level band, yeah, it's not okay to do covers. Right. Like if you're just starting, it's like, oh, well, they're just starting. Yeah. But if you're like really, really popular, it's right. like, oh, cool. I'd, I'd love to hear Misery Signal's rendition of Crawling in the Dark. Exactly. <laughs> there's like a weird, there's like three phases. There's like, this is okay. If you're just started, like, if you're like a band who's like around for a little bit and you start doing covers, it's like, eh. Nobody cares. But then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we don't know who like, yeah. you guys are. We don't want you to hear somebody like play like some something else. Yeah. And then it's just like, man, these guys are so good. I would love to hear them play something that somebody yeah. else did just to see, hear their take on it. You ever hear you know? uh, Paramore's cover of Sunday Bloody Sunday? No, it's I fucking didn't. awesome. Is it really? Yeah, it's really good. Oh my god. <laughs> I love Paramore. <laughs> I'm not that big into Paramore. Oh, they're so good. I, That's okay. I won't judge you. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not that type of person. You, know, you ever, those people that whenever you say you don't like something, they feel like they need to convince you to like it. Right, yeah. It's, why? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, or like degrade you for liking something. Like, ugh. Sure, The only sure. thing, the only thing that I, I have a bit, I, I start to twinge a little bit is if somebody says that they're a fan of Creed or Nickelback and I'm just like, you know, I feel you like know, I feel like they get a bad rep. They do get a bad rep. I, I don't rep. like that music at all, but I don't think Nickelback is as musically like okay, like I don't think they're what's the way I want to put this? I don't think they're as as bad of a band yeah. as people say they are. It's just the context. They're not that bad. Yeah. Like it's I feel like really, really bad for those dudes that like <laughs> they 
have like fallen into this category. Yeah. But they're not that bad. It just became cool to like it's just a not like now. them. Yeah. And that's a shame. It is a shame. Because honestly, like I, I always try, um and this is this is one thing that I've like learned like with with playing with like because we used to play with like all kinds of different genres, like Sometimes we, we would play with, like, metal bands and yeah, stuff dude, like that. It, it ha- are you talking about Instead of Sleeping? Yeah. That happens, like, whenever you're a band that's kind of unique, and, like, there's no other bands in the right. city that sounded like you. Exactly. I mean, I come through that market. same shit with Sykes, and that's probably why we ended up playing together right, a exactly. few times. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have anybody to play with. I don't exactly. either. Okay, let's <laughs> Yeah. Let's play at Giorgio's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, but, like, what... What I was basically gonna say was that, um, like, with playing with a lot of bands that were way outside of our genre of like even things that I would listen to, I would always try to like take positives out of it and just be like, oh, well, they did this really, really well, and this this was really interesting and things like that. And Nickelback, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm not sure. a fan. I, I'm, but I there don't... is a level of talent there. Like, yeah, you, I like, mean, yeah. It's like they know what they're doing. It's right. not fair to say that they're the worst band. There's yeah. <laughs> plenty of worse things out there. Can yes. I think of anything right now? No. But I'm sure it's there. <laughs> I'm yes. just I can't think of it at the moment. Right. <laughs> there's worse things out there. It's mm-hmm. just it's It's true. It's true. But not everybody can play an instrument, not everybody can play music or write music for that matter. I don't know if they write their own music, but I don't they're know. playing it. They're performing yeah, it. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> to some degree, they they have talent. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um, let's see. Okay, so instead of sleeping happens. Fast forward. Blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. And you're not playing instead of sleeping anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're playing in a band that's different from instead of sleeping now. Yes. And uh, how do you feel? What's the question I want to ask you? Okay, the style of music that you play. Has that affected the music that you listen to? It did. It did for a while. Um, so the the new band that I'm in, um, for anybody that doesn't know or whatever, um, you, you it's, go ahead. Yeah, it's it. a band called Gypsina's Band of Ghosts. Yeah. It's uh, folk rock music, basically. Um, I so so whenever I transition from from being in, instead of sleeping to playing in Gypsy. Um, I was really getting into uh, more like Americana folk rock kind of music, and then um, the offer for for to play in Gypsy and his band of Ghosts came, and I was just like all for it. It just made sense. Yeah, I'm like this is perfect. Like I I think at that point I started I just started getting into um, who did I start getting? I think it was like like uh, Delta Spirit. Okay. They have they have very like rock and roll like Americana roots. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really awesome. And I started getting into other like um like older um, what's it called like folk music like listening to like Bob Dylan and stuff like that. That's whenever I started getting into older music. I can't do Bob Dylan. You don't like Bob Dylan? I can't do it. I like him. I get it. I can't do it. <laughs> um, what's the album? There's one album that's just like really good. Um. I would say the first album that I that I like really really like got into was Blonde on Blonde. That one was so good. I think it's just like I like I think that he had a lot of great ideas. Mm-hmm. And I really respect the passion that he had. Yeah. I, I know he's still alive. It's just yeah. I can't say much about his newer music. <laughs> it's definitely his age really hasn't. Oh yeah, for sure. Hasn't done him well. <laughs> but the early stuff 
I've, you know, I've tried. Yeah. And I get it. It's just, there's something that just doesn't click with me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. I feel like, like, his words and the mute. I think it feels like coming through a different person. I probably like it more. <laughs> just, I don't know. And not everything aligns for you. Yeah, to, like, I think his ideas it. and his songwriting are great. But, yeah. like, the way that he decides to perform it doesn't click with me. Okay. But I don't really like music like that in general. So yeah. it's like... Yeah. What do you want? You know, like, <laughs> right, right. Um, but whenever I started getting, whenever I started playing with Gypsy, I, I ended up falling down a wormhole, and I started listening to nothing but that kind of music. Um, so, like to kind of answer your question, I, it definitely did affect um, the music that I was listening to. Uh, but recently, I've actually been starting to uh, diversify a little bit more. I've been listening to a little bit more of like electronic um, music. I don't want to say like like dance or house electronic music more of like the the like uh trending uh indie electronic okay um stuff that's all like sampled through and everything like that i've been getting into like that kind of music a little bit more recently um so it, it, it like I, I think like the level of excitement of a, of a transition of a change uh musically like playing wise yeah that got me into adopting that sure more so yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I think it's really easy for that to happen. Like, I just started playing with Grey Walker, my friends yeah. that do, like, this thrash metal stuff. Yeah. And uh, they're all really, really excited about all these metal bands. And I grew up listening to metal, but I don't... I kind of fell off for a while. Yeah. I keep up with some bands, but they're just shoving stuff down my throat. Like, <laughs> you gotta hear this. You gotta hear this. It's fucking sick. I'm Check like, yeah, all this is awesome. Yeah. But then, like, the other day, I was like, fuck, this is just too much metal. Too many riffs. <laughs> too many riffs. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. But I try to, um, I think whenever you first jump into a project, it's real easy. You kind of want to, like, see what other people are doing and yeah. think, just get a feel for what you're getting into. Right. And and it's like it's like a completely new product that you're creating so you get excited about it yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like oh this is awesome i want to hear like more things of this nature and how i can make my project my product and project better yeah 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 you need to figure out like what what you need to do to like match what other people have done but not copy it In figure out how to do way. it different you know yeah. i think that's why for the most part, I try to not listen to too much of the music that I do make. Right. For things like Grey Walker, it's different because I'm not writing the music. I'm mm -hmm. just like, <laughs> I'm just yelling <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. So I don't really have like too much of a dramatic effect on the music. But with yeah. Sykes, um, since I write pretty much most of the stuff and then the guys in the band kind of pick it apart and rechange yeah. it, I don't listen to any hip hop. Okay. I just don't. There's a, there's maybe a few hand-selected artists that I'll check out every once in a while or if, like, something's on the radio or, yeah. like, I'll listen to, like, Ludacris, obviously. Like, that's not <laughs> gonna... it's so good. That's it's... not gonna have an effect on Sykes. <laughs> but I'm talking, like, the more, like, conscious, underground kind of backpack hip-hop stuff. Yeah. That underground scene. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to it, and it's not because I don't like it. It's just I try to only listen to other stuff. So whenever it comes to making Sykes, it's completely it, original. It, I hope that it is. Yeah. And you I don't want to like recreate anything. Cause that's one thing that I've noticed. Um, like whenever I would try songwriting, I would, I would start like, I've, I've done like so many different things. on trying to write a, and construct a song. I would like one of the times where I, I just would listen to a band that I, um, really appreciate and something that I want to write musically. Sure. Um, 
and I would listen to it and like dissect it like piece by piece, just figuring out exactly how they created this sound. And then I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I, I think I get an understanding as to like what they did. And I tried to write something and it sounds like a B side of, yeah, like, for example, which is um, like cool, but bad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, for example, I, I like right whenever I first got into the national, um, I seriously fell down such a wormhole. I was just like, I love them so much. I want to write music like this. Like, this is so beautiful. And then I like started writing songs and, <laughs> and I'd like play it, I'd play it and I'd record it. And I'd, I'd like a day or two later, I would go back and listen to it. And I'm like, that's the same chord progression from the national, <laughs> like to a T. <laughs> like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. I think that it could be really hard too if you're listening to like rock music and then you pick up a guitar and you want to write a rock song. Yeah. Cause it's like with me. I kind of have this fortunate thing where it's like I'm always listening to like weird rock and kind of bizarre electronic and stuff. But I kind of get into a situation where whenever I want to make music, I don't have the same tools. Yeah. So it's like I want to make a cheeseburger, but I have nothing but hot dogs in the fridge. Yeah. So So it's always going to be kind of different. (laughs) There's going to be bread. I could put cheese and ketchup on it, but it's still a hot dog, not a cheeseburger. With a different spin on it. Yeah, yeah. you feel me? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what making music's like for me. Because I, I never, never thought about it that way. <laughs> I never, I never, I'll never have the tools that I want yeah. to use just because I don't play guitar or bass. Mm-hmm. I'm more like really good with like rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like I can keep a beat on a drum kit and this like sampling. Like yeah. I could sample. Well, yeah, I could you sample anybody. Can do that. <laughs> you know, I could really just construct a beat crazy out of samples and things like that. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, talentless and a talent in different ways. No, there's. I feel like a more that. a more of a uh, like a computer programmer <laughs> than a musician. It's like I construct music through programming yeah. instead of. But I don't know. I feel like with uh, sampling, it's kind of like curating what you choose to sample. And how you choose to use it. It's like, there's, there's like elements of a DJ, elements of, there's different things. Yeah. I'm not going to say that it's talentless, but it's like, I sometimes feel weird saying that I'm a musician in mm-hmm. some, some rights. I can see that. I can see that. Personally, I would say like, <clears throat> like that kind like samplers, uh, people that do stuff like that. There is an artistic talent to that, you know? Yeah. It, it's the, yeah. I think like art can be anything though. Art's right. like super subjective. That so is it's true. like, I don't know, like on the classical sense of like music, if there is a musical talent, it's like, sure. I need to like match notes and like yeah. do pay attention to like time signatures and keys and things like that. Right. So there's that element, but it's like performing it. I don't know. It's different. I'm not trying to, I don't well, try when, to sell myself short. It's just so much yeah. different. When you describe it that way, it sounds like that's a music. It's like composing, mm-hmm. but like performing is like a little bit different. Yeah. It's, I think it's just a different world. It's all. De- it really all depends on how you like look at it. I guess and how you perceive it. I think like how you look at it and what you're outputting. Again, like because I like I sample, but it's very like minimal. I'm not like mm-hmm. somebody that uses all samples. And if I sample, I'm sampling like a drum hit or a sound. I'm not like yeah the type of like like a you know Kanye West samples like Daft Punk, and it's like right. it's the same song, <laughs> and he just raps on top of it with like some like. Mm. Like yeah, eights and shit like that yeah. to make it make so, it a little bit different. There's like two different kinds of <laughs> sampling. I'm definitely on the more technical yeah. side of it. Not that there's anything wrong with Kanye West. You know, he's God's greatest gift to Earth and everything. 
I actually really like Kanye. I like Kanye. Um, Ups and downs with me. He has... I really like his first like two or three albums. Yeah. Front to back. They're great. But then he started to lose me. Okay. Yeah, College I mean, there's Dropout songs, was great. There's songs that are good, but like... Yeah. You know, I can listen to like College Dropout, Late Registration, and Graduation Day. Like, front to back. Yeah. Anytime. Those are all really good albums. What are your thoughts on Yeezus? Um... I think that it just doesn't sound like, it seems like he's like trying to like prove a point. I think so too. I and it's like a point, but that. it's a point that he doesn't need to prove. Yeah. So it makes it seem kind of contrived. Okay. You know? I can respect, I can respect I feel that. like he's like doing, like he kind of like saw, like took this like alternative hip hop stuff mm-hmm. that like people like Odd Future or yeah. Death Grips were doing. Yeah. This, like, real abrasive, weird, alternative, dark sound. Yes. That, like, when you hear it, you're like, holy shit. Like, like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, they seem like they're fucked up. Right. And it's like, so he kind of wanted that. He wants to deliver that. So, you know, he's doing, like, Mm -hmm. this New Slaves kind of thing. And, like, they're good songs. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, it's really hard to have that kind of raw passion when you're, like, a millionaire and you're like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's kind of like you could compare it to Metallica's Sate Anger. Okay. With them, like, <laughs> trying to go into the studio to record this, like, raw-sounding album that just sounded, like, kind of contrived and weird and not quite there. Yeah. That's what Yeezus sounds like to me. Okay. Okay. Trying too hard to be something that you, he's just not. Yeah. You're not, like... I don't so, think he's as as egotistical as, as he portrays himself to be. Personally, I think that it's a bit of a publicity stunt where he's just trying to... Sure. Um, and it's, it's... Sadly enough, it's working. Oh, sure. It Everybody's, works. We're talking about him right yeah, now. Yeah, I, so like, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I, I will never discredit him yeah. as a producer or a musician or an MC or whatever. Yeah. He's definitely talented. I just think that he needs to get his focus back. Right. Like when he did that, granted, like I know the style of music that he was doing for his first few albums is not what's popular now. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to keep selling records, he needs to be like controversial. Yeah. But I think that those first albums were like genuine Kanye West, like oh, yeah. from his soul. Yeah. And I don't think he's making music from the soul anymore. He's making music for like, yeah. Shock. For the masses. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and like trying to like stir some shit. And it's yeah. just, it's not the same. I'm not into music like that. Mm-hmm. It's, I can, uh, fuck, I wanted to compare it to something. Fuck. Shit. I had a thought <laughs> and I lost it. Let me think. Kanye West, Yeezus, Beats. Fuck, what were we talking about? Shit. It might come back to me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If it comes back to me, I'll just cut you off. I don't remember. But yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes. No, I, I do like him. I, I like him. A, um, there, there are some songs. I've noticed that um, the beginning half of the album is more attention grabbing than the la- like the, the latter half of it. Um, it it kind of just like drops off in my personal opinion. But they're like, like the song I'm in it is just so... Oh my god, it's just so hard. I'm just like, oh my god. I, I listened to the album so once good. when it came out, and I was like, you know, this is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's not my thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, um, it's just too... It just doesn't seem genuine. Yeah. And even if it's like, the song is kind of like funny, 
or like it's just like yeah. it bangs real hard. It's just, I'm still just kind of like, eh, eh, you know, it's, it's whatever. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's not for me. That's the thing. Like I think the biggest thing with me in seeing a band play, it could be any show, any genre of music. It doesn't matter okay. if it's something that I don't even like. If it seems like they're like really passionate about it and the music's coming from a sincere place, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Good fucking job. Like, even if it's, like, kind of off, even if the band yeah. kind of sucks or if it's just not my thing. It's just, mm-hmm. like, if it's genuine, then that's all that matters. You know, yeah. they'll find their way. They'll get better at their instruments if they care about it. Mm-hmm. I just hate, like, seeing bands play that aren't very good, that don't even look like... They're enjoying it. They're enjoying it. Yeah. Or they even look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, I don't understand how Pete Wentz has played as many shows as he has, and he still looks like he has no idea how to play bass. Yeah. <laughs> we just saw them a couple months ago, and it looks like he's, like, lost. Maybe, really? Maybe, yeah, it's, maybe that's just the look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> he just has, like, this look of, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's really weird. I've never seen I've never seen Pete Wentz perform live, so I, I, I can't say that I, <laughs> I know what that, that image is. Um... I know a lot of people would, would be like, really? You never saw Fall Out Boy? Like, <laughs> but I never I never saw him, so... But and I, t- I totally do get where you're coming from with, um, like, just just passion. I mean, I think rap is a bit of an outlier. Rap and hip-hop is a bit of an outlier for me. Yeah. Um, I... If something, like, hits hard, I'm just like, yeah, that's what's up. Oh, like, we see, so that's, the, that's the problem with me and that stuff. A lot of yeah. that stuff isn't supposed to be genuine. Yeah. You know, like, it's supposed to just hit hard, have a catchy chorus, some shit that's just goofy, and that's it. Yeah. Because people that are going to the club aren't looking for some meaningful experience. (laughs) You know, just want something to dance to. Right. But it's just, I'm not that kind of person. Mm -hmm. It's like, granted, if a beat bangs, I can respect the production, be like, this is fucking nasty. Yeah. But it's it's still it's not gonna like click with me at Yeah. All. That kind of that kind of music and stuff like that for me personally is is, is almost like how, how like the, the term fast fashion is. Like it's just something that just like looks good, sounds good, like right right off the get go and you're just like, Yes and then it'll just quickly Okay. Fast disappear. fashion. Yeah. So what's that? Fast fashion is basically like um I don't know, like, it, it, with clothing, it's just, like, fashionable-looking clothing. Okay. That is not going to hold up for long. <laughs> or, <laughs> or is, like, something that is just, like, a really quick trend. Yeah. Where, where like, you can just like tell. Like, galaxy leggings? Yeah, like, something like that. Like, that would be fast fashion. Probably next season. I don't know, maybe be... those are still in. I don't know anything about clothes. I still see people well, I'm actually it. glad that you brought up clothes, because I wanted to talk to you about fashion. Yeah. Because I haven't talked to anybody. Like, everybody I fucking talk to, it's music. Yeah. Pretty much. It's yeah. Like, music, art, we played in bands. It was kind of cool sometimes. Sometimes it kind of <laughs> sucked. Nah. Yeah. I want to switch it up. All right, let's, let's talk about some fucking clothes. Uh, you, like, okay. How long, how much time do you have? <laughs> we got some time. Seriously. School me out here. Let's, let's talk about some clothes. I just have such right. an obsession with okay, it. Okay, yeah, this is awesome. Let's get to your real passion. Yes. <laughs> Would you consider clothes more of a passion for you than music? Um, or is it the same? Is it different? Can you even compare those two things? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like 
it's it's comparable in a way just because um i mean just certain pieces like you'll see like a piece that's just like like a like a shirt or a jacket or a pair of shoes that are just like oh those are killer but what i've noticed is it's really it, this is this is where like the creativity comes into play where it's like how am i going to style this awesome piece with like the rest of my like attire dude i feel that i feel that that's why like 100 percent of the time i don't buy clothes because <laughs> i'll like Stick see something base. <laughs> it's like really gnarly and if it's cheap yeah i'll buy it but i have a problem spending a lot of money on like one particular thing oh i have no qualms doing that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i'll do it with like records but yeah. for clothes i mean it's different like i've been like really wanting to get like a nice pair of boots yeah but it's like i need a pair if i'm gonna spend like 300 dollars or more on a pair of boots they better be a pair of boots i can wear with just about like anything right and it's like fuck i don't yeah i get too stressed out <laughs> yeah. about boots these boots were like way too expensive they're but they're probably gonna um they're probably gonna outlast me i'm probably gonna die before these boots like <laughs> crap out okay <laughs> all right so when did you start getting into fashion how did this happen was it something <laughs> that just kind of like accidentally like you started like dressing more I Good, started, or did you like come out the womb just styling? Oh God, no! <laughs> oh God, no! So like, when you were listening to like orgy, did you have like I was a wearing sick windbreakers? Orgy shirt? Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing windbreakers. <laughs> um, but no, I think I think like high school high school kind of like changed a lot of things for me. I started playing music, and I'm like, I I started like thinking of myself as a performer of sorts, um, and I'm like. Well, I'm looking at all these bands that I, I that I look up to that I idolize and everything, and I'm like, I kind of need to fit that part. So sure. I started, um, and and like it, it kind of stemmed from a bit of a bad place, but it got to a point where I just loved clothes, and I just a bad loved, place. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, you shouldn't just like emulate emulate something just to do it. You know, well, that's what you do when you're like 16, 17. Right. That's what um, the fuck any. That's yeah. all you do. <laughs> I was impressionable. It talked so to me like... when I was 16, 17. I wore ripped up stockings on my arms and <laughs> eyeliner and dresses. Yes. And fucking extra large cradle of filth shirts. That's where I was at. That's what's up. <laughs> but um, it got to a point where it was like a, a bit of a like paradigm shift where I was doing it out of out of like image. And then it got to the point where I'm just like, I just really like. You dressing up. You and found really your own clothing. style. Yeah. Through it. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. What, I've talked about this before, but I, you might not know this story, so I'll just tell you. What happened with me was obviously in those days when I was goth, I was a mall goth, and yeah. I hang out at the mall with all of my other 16, 17 year old friends that dressed like this. Yeah. And there was this one guy who was friends with some other friends. I had some friends. I went to Woodland Hills. Okay. And, um,. I had some friends that went to Gateway, which was in Monroeville. Okay. And Monroeville Mall was both Gateways and Woodland Hills, kind of like Mall Rat Mall. Okay. So I had, like, my friends that went to that school that I would only see at the mall. And there was some older guy that one of those kids knew who was, at the time, maybe, like, 21 or 22. Okay. Not much older than us, but he seemed like this is fucking old man when you're like 17. Like, you're old enough to drink. Why are you at the mall? Right. And one day we're like, (laughs) well, one day we're just sitting. I don't remember exactly what happened but this thing just clicked in my brain when i was like oh god if i don't stop dressing like this i could end up being this guy oh my god like the 22 year old guy that's still hanging out with like 17 year olds at the mall it was like 
fuck, I'm going to need to stop dressing like this one day. <laughs> and then I ended up getting a job at Taco Bell. And then, like, I obviously couldn't wear that shit at Taco Bell. So that, yeah. like, got me into wearing, like, normal-sized pants. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, from there, like, I was able to transition into just wearing, like, normal-sized clothes. And yeah. then found, like, regular clothes that I thought, like, still fit my, like, alternative lifestyle. Yeah. Granted, it was, like, that early 2000s era, so it was still people wearing jeans that were too big and shirts that were too small. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when that was a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, I if you watch, uh... Boot-cut jeans and, like... Yeah! The, the, the like, tightest fucking t-shirt. Double extra small If you want to see some shirt. of, like, the worst fashion decisions, watch, like, old Blood Brothers live videos. <laughs> the clothes that those fucking dudes were wearing... Like, fucking Johnny would have, like, the tightest, smallest shirt on and still just, like, normal fucking pants. Like, yeah. some Arizona jeans. Oh, that's so funny. It's like his, his belly's, like, peeping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh. that was, like, that was okay. But then, like, you know. And I remember, like, the first time I saw skinny jeans, like, that's so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was, I, I hated them. I actually yeah. hated skinny jeans. I did, too. Um, in, in high school, I, I used to skateboard and everything, and I would see um, some kids that I used to skate with, they would be wearing, like, skinny jeans and, like, those, like, big high top, like... Oh, the super, Osiris? Like, yeah, like, Osiris yeah. and Supras, Supras and stuff yeah. like that, and I'm just like, that looks so stupid. I'm like, it looks like you're wearing a big, like, puffy pair of slippers. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was I was all about, like, the boot cut. Plus, I was, like, I was probably almost 200 pounds in, in high school. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I was I was a chub scout. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I, like, I was just, I, I hated skinny jeans for, the, for, like, the longest time. And then I'm, like, I started, like, really liking them. And I'm, like, those are really cool. And I tried. I tried on, like, the first pair of skinny jeans. I bought them from Target. And I was still real They had chubby. skinny jeans at Target? They did, surprisingly enough. They Weird. weren't skinny jeans, though. But like, Oh, they were skinny for the time? Quote, unquote. Like, slim fit or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, it's like a straight leg. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I, 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 like, put them on. I tried them. And I it was the first time that I wasn't wearing a pair of, uh, of boot-cut jeans. Okay. And, be, and I was, like, real chubby and stuff. And I'm like, this just looks terrible. And I, like, stopped doing that. And then I started wearing girls' pants. <laughs> okay i, I was that. gonna bring that up did that for a little bit I, um, I definitely had some homies that shopped at delia's oh i never shopped at delia's the only time that i would ever get um like girls pants and and things like that was just thrift stores i would just thrift them um i thrift that and then i thrift like an old um like it was called it, they were farah t-shirts okay what that is is pleasant hills uh, it was, it was like the area that I was, that I was, uh, raised in, um, Pleasant Hills, something recreational association, but basically like Farah had like basketball teams and like soccer teams and different things like that. And I always used to like thrift like these like really tiny ass like Farah basketball tees. And like I always used to wear those and they were just like so constricting. Like I had like muffin tops on my <laughs> on my arms. Yeah. And like it like barely went down to my belt buckle and I'm wearing like girls pants. Sure. Like, it was just it was pretty You probably look good. It's it, all about perception. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, I think you could fucking wear anything. It's all about the confidence you carry right. with it. Right, exactly. It, it, that is that is totally true. And there's a lot of times where um, with with fashion, you know, like a lot of times, like you, you think about bodies, like body 
types and certain cuts and styles yeah. are they they, they like will cater to different body types. Oh, totally. But honestly, that doesn't matter at all. It it just matters on on just like I think it. it's just confidence. Yeah, like, I've seen like some people wearing some shit that probably like by itself on the rack looks ridiculous. <laughs> you know, just like yeah. these pants look stupid. Is or that bubble wrap? That shirt that... But then I see somebody walking around and they just have like this strut where it's just like, yeah, yeah I know I look all right. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Life's great. And it's just like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like you're rocking it. Like it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it, but it works for you. Right. Right. There are a couple, there are a couple like, fashion decisions that i made uh that i thought would be cool because they were like just styles and cuts that were trending and things like i'm i'm alluding to the drop crotch um oh yeah i remember this i bought a pair of drop crotch jeans thinking that it would work for me and i wasn't (laughs) i wasn't 100 percent sure if i was gonna like rock it i I feel like you need to be taller for that to that's that's the thing that's the thing like you need to be like tall and lanky for drop crotches to look normal i look just look like i was a pear (laughs) like like pear shape yeah um but honestly though i mean what you were saying earlier i feel like if i would have just been like if you I'm had wearing the con- some, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing some fucking drop crotches. I look like a pair. That's what's up. Yeah, because you're probably just like the whole time you're walking, you like your your steps are probably aren't like your strides <laughs> probably a little slow. You're just kind of like looking at your dick the whole time. Like, <laughs> yes. does this look okay? Yeah, Do I look all right. Just, just like- feel real saggy today. <laughs> <laughs> that again, that's something that like I could like. Ugh. What is that? Yeah. But, you know, I've seen some people, they're usually, like, taller, skinny people. Yeah. And it's like, that works for you. Yeah. But that's because, like, the space from, like, your butt to, like, your knee is, like, four feet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you, you have some extra area. Yeah. You know? If you have, like, the drop crotch and it's, like, past your knees because <laughs> you're so <laughs> yeah. short, it's not going to work out. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Now, I, 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 I've gotten to the point now where I kind of, like, know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. So, um, I've, I've kind of, kind of like figure that stuff out and I'm like, uh, I stick, just kinda, stick to that now. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's the stuff that what's okay. So let's say what's stuff that you don't think personally, any dude should wear any, any guy should wear. What are like um, some like good, like fashion no nos right now? Um, oh man, that's, that's tough. That is tough. Um, like a fedora? Is that yeah, bad news? I'm not a big fan. What if you're confident? I'm not a big fan of fedoras personally. I, I really don't like them. Um, I can't wear them right now just because of how long my hair is. I look like Carrot Top. Okay. Because um, my hair is really poofy. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess if you're going for that like Jason yeah. Mraz style. Like, I'm a fan then... of like the... Uh... <laughs> like I don't think... I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty normal when it comes to clothes. Uh-huh. But I still, like, tend to judge people really, really hard by what they're wearing. <laughs> yeah. And I love, like, seeing people that will have, like, the fedora with, like, the tribal print or some kind of, like, cross patch on it. It's like a pinstripe fedora hat with, like, tribal print. Oh, yeah. And they'll those have, are the... like, the dress shirt with, like, the tribal print and all this other shit on Not it. Not a fan that's, like, of that. <laughs> really excessive. Mm-hmm. One thing that's really funny um, <laughs> so... I'm really into clothes now, but back in high school, 
I actually used to wear Affliction and Ed Hardy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like. You're I dropping went, some secrets here, I man. I went through it all. Yeah. No shame. I, I have no shame at this point. It's it's actually really funny now, <laughs> but. Um, I would say fashion no-nos would be those two that I did. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty, they're pretty awful. All right. So what do you think some like for, for any, any dudes out there looking to like, you know, get their style right? What do you think are some like essentials? Um, oh man, like Clark's desert boots are like a staple. Like if you're trying to like look stylish, like those are like a very good gateway um those are really incredible i love them i have like i have like two pair right now the one and and like i i personally am a big fan of uh like pieces of clothing that um only look better the more beat up they get okay so uh like like chucks chucks are like a prime example of that like i have a pair of chucks now um that the the actual <laughs> sure. like thing is this like it, it's a talking shoe now. yeah <laughs> i'm i was never i was always i've always been more of a vans guy but yeah. vans have the same yeah aesthetic it's the same it's, it's the like same a style. new pair of vans look horrible yeah you need to like once you beat them up beat the shit like, out of them yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah that's what's up <laughs> um yeah so I, you just look like a dude that does shit <laughs> you know like that guy is, he's been places and he's going somewhere now <laughs> i wonder where those shoes have been yeah <laughs> like that kind of thing um yeah i mean i, I mean I, i'm a big fan of button-ups so like if you're just trying to like starting to get into style i'd say button-ups are like yeah pretty solid the thing i i always want to get more into accessories accessories yeah like like rings? Sure, like rings or necklaces rings. <laughs> or bracelets. I got myself a watch. I'm not wearing it now. It's over there. But it's like, I want to get into that shit. Yeah. But it's like, it's so weird. It's one of those things where like, you need to like, see it on you outside of the store. It's so hard to like, visualize it yeah. there. It's like, uh, there was an artist that I met at Comic-Con a couple weeks ago in New York. And he had a sign by all of his art, and it was like, this stuff looks way better in your home. Oh, that's cool. And I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, that's right, because in here, yeah. there's shit everywhere. Yeah. But think about this piece actually just hanging on your bare wall. It's going to look fucking awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of the same way I feel about, like, a necklace. Yeah. If I'm in a store, and there's a whole bunch of necklaces in a case or rings or something, it's like, it's too much, and my brain can't focus on it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, sure, like, maybe if I was outside of the store, and I have it on, it's like, oh, okay, this works. Yeah. And I can't process that. Yeah. That's one thing that I've that I've thought about with shoes, um, it, because of like my my like point of view looking at the shoes. There's a lot of times where I'll like put on I'll put on like a pair that I'm not I'm not sold on. I'm like I don't know if I like these or, or anything like that. And I look down at them and they look awkward. Dude, like, I have that issue too because sometimes shoes look like they're too narrow, yeah. or too wide. But it's like nobody else is looking at me like this, so I try right. to look at it from the side. The you second know? the second you look at like like a mirror and like at the shoes, and you're like, okay, all right, these aren't as clown looking yeah. as as I thought they would be. It's weird too if it's like you're just used to wearing one type of shoe, mm -hmm. and then you switch to another one. That's kind of like the thing that happened. With me, whenever, because I was wearing, like, I don't even fucking know what kind of shoes I was wearing in high school. I don't remember. Yeah. You know, just, like, all black whatever. Like, all black Etnies, maybe, or mm -hmm. all black, you know, DCs. I really don't remember. Yeah. That's really funny now that I think about it. I can't, 
I cannot that remember. That transition, that transition from the big puffy skate shoes to yeah. like Vans. And yeah, stuff. it was really weird because I remember was. like the slip-on checkered Vans were like yes! the shit. Yes, those were the shit, <laughs> and I, it was so weird getting like these don't look right. I had, and the... luckily there was a. I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but there cool. was a girl that uh, worked at Journeys that like uh, hipped me to the no-show sock. Yeah, and she was like, "That's what you need for these," because it like. <laughs> Dude, I still I will judge the shit out of anybody wearing some slip-on vans with regular socks. Oh, I know. Looks sure. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a dick. I'm not like gonna be like you look stupid, <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, get some no-shows. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Or don't wear socks. Make or, them stinky. Or don't wear socks. <laughs> some people, ha- I can't do that. I ruin shoes doing that. <laughs> yeah, I cannot do that. I just I am too sweaty. <laughs> I guess yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> My first pair of um, slip-ons that I, I used to wear, uh, what's it called? Used to wear DCs. I had, like, this one style that was, like, perfect for me. I'd get it, like, every, every like, back-to-school season, I'd get, like, that new color. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Um, then the first pair of non-skate shoes that I purchased were, um, <laughs> they were these white leather, black sole, um, tuck slip-ons. So they, um... <laughs> Yeah, and okay. they, they were it was like a perforated leather um and it had it had like a silhouette of a black sparrow on the toe. What the fuck? They were so ridiculous. <laughs> but I felt so cool wearing those. I thought I was just like so cool. Everyone else was wearing like the black and white checkered ones. I'm like, I'm doing it differently. Yeah. <laughs> black and white same yeah. style, but <laughs> All right. Do you have any suggestions as far as like how do you like figure out like necklaces and things you just like get shit like that'll work um do you have like a like a huge collection of shit no i don't have that much honestly i i have one ring which i love and this has been like a gateway to me where i want to actually get more rings i want to i want like i want to wear multiple at once as opposed to just one um because it looks kind of bare when in my goth days, I had a lot of those sick, like, big finger claw rings yes. and, like, rings with, like, fucking pentagrams and shit on them. Oh, I had a yes. ton of that shit. <laughs> I never... This I'd was, get all them jams out of Spencer's. This was the first ring that I've ever worn, so I've never I've never done In a way, I, like, before. accessorized so much better when I was goth. I feel like I didn't have a choice. <laughs> uh, all those <laughs> it's jellies. all about accessories. All those jellies. Oh, I had some on. jellies. Yeah. I had some jellies. What colors did you have? I had every color. Really? I had all the colors. I was dated, they... I dated a girl that was a raver. Okay. So I thought, you know, I'd have, like, all the, like, now, shitty raver ones mixed in. Did they actually have meanings? Like, if you had, like, a blue jelly on, that means you did you this? Know, I, okay, I'm a couple years older than you. Okay. And I think that that meaning shit happened after I got out of it. Because uh, okay. in our after day, got... <laughs> it was just, like, you were just wearing them. Yeah. You know? This is a cool blue jelly. Yeah. But... Stay going in the Claire's. Buy them I out wanted... of their black. <laughs> I've always wanted to know, like, what... Each color meant. I. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm sure there's a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go into like go online and in like an incognito window so nobody knows that I'm like looking this shit up. Well, that's why. Okay, this is what you do. You need two different web browsers. Yes. And you need one web web browser that you or, do all your disgusting stuff on. Or public library. <laughs> just go like, to the public library and look up Google jellies. search. Google search. <laughs> What does a black jelly mean? <laughs> People, I probably would get thrown out of out of the library pretty quick if I did. Oh that. yeah, they'll they'll come in. 
<laughs> Those are, they have keywords. Uh, people like you. Automatically timed out. Uh-huh. You dick. <laughs> so, let me think. What about, um, do you have the same, like, kind of thing, like, you judge what people wear, or you just kind of, yeah, whatever. Um. Like, like unintentionally, like, I that guy to... looks like an asshole, or have you gotten over I it? I do, I do that from time to time. There, there are some outlying situations. I... I don't know. I like to think that I'm a very empathetic person, so I will try to look past that stuff. But there was a period of time where I'm just like, I'm not even going to talk to you. I don't even want to talk to you. Get away from me. No, but I, I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's, it's what it is. I mean, it's, I guess it's just not some people's thing. Some people yeah. don't care about it. Right. I don't even know why I care about it. I don't even know if, I don't care that much. There's people yeah. that care way more than me. I just feel like, I think I'm just really into, like, craft things, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. I think that's kind of like... Me too. Records are kind of a craft. I think it's just like... It's like a physical thing. There's something kind of, like, different about it. Yeah. You know? It's like, I like all of the shit that somebody could easily pin me. It's like, oh, you're just a fucking hipster. <laughs> but, like, I feel like that word doesn't mean anything anymore. We were right. in Lawrenceville, and there were some girls walking ahead of us that were drunk. And I overheard this girl, like, I used a hashtag today. I'm such a hipster. Like how is that? That hipster? doesn't even work. I think, I think yeah, I think I think the whole like term hipster is kind of spread. Where like whenever the hip, the the term hipster started becoming more popular, you did think about like the the coffee snob that listens to records and has yeah. his own collection, um, like things like that. And like it's like, but is it is it like? I don't know. I don't know why, like, the word hipster has to be so, like, derogatory. It's not. Like, is I, it, like, I... okay for me to be my age, which I'm a, I'm an adult, Yeah. to, like, dress like an adult Can't tell and me buy myself some, like, things? Is it, oh, like, I can't, like, like, can I not like coffee? Can yeah. I not like good beer? Exactly. Without, like, <laughs> being like, oh, you're just some fucking, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Of course you're drinking a hop devil, you hipster. Yeah, like. but then again, like, I see anybody wearing, like... A Steelers jersey, and I'm like, oh, this fucking Yinzer asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's the same shit. You it know? is, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you do you consider yourself to be a hipster? Do no. you accept being a hipster? If somebody says it, I'm going to be like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I think I'm just like, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm just into, like, the arts and things yeah. that are crafted. And if, it's, if that makes me a hipster, that's whatever. That's right. fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, no! No, I'm not a no! hipster! Give me a Bud Light and a basketball stat! <laughs> Let's make it official. Yeah, I now. cannot live like this anymore! Yeah. You know? I've, just... I've, realized, I've realized now with, like, I mean, I, I make fucking candles for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I know for a fact I'm a hipster. <laughs> I can't, like, there's not a single thing that I can do to deny the fact that I am a hipster. Like... <laughs> but so, nobody uses that word in like a positive light right it's always like so what would like the positive term for yourself be like you're someone that's artsy or just in the crafty thing i don't know what i just, don't think hipster is a bad thing yeah, I, yeah, yeah i personally don't think being a hipster is a bad thing people do think that people are like oh you fucking hipster and stuff like that but i um, think it's like people that don't get art or just don't understand yeah that kind of thing i agree with that I definitely agree you with know, that. You know, I think that, like, people that are, like, really, uh... It's, like, same kind of thing. Anybody that, you know, usually talks shit on something, they're sort of like that, like, 
jealousy or like a envy or just like they're mm-hmm. just sort of like you know maybe they are like intimidated by somebody that knows how to dress well because <laughs> you know they just wear sweatpants every day yeah I, mean, I don't know i mean it's whatever it's just not what they're yeah comfortable with <laughs> some people just aren't into it i don't know yeah Different strokes for different people. Exactly. Fine. I don't think that's how the saying goes. <laughs> different strokes different, for different people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works, though. Um, We can get into the candle thing, because that's something that's kind of neat. Okay. I don't know anybody else that makes candles. We you can make do candles. That. I do make candles. I don't think I have anything else I want to talk about with clothes. Let me make sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. I think cool. I think we're good on the clothes thing. Yeah. <laughs> candles. Candles. So um, this, my understanding is you kind of picked up this venture when you weren't doing music for some time, um, like kind of like in a downtime, like you, in my head, I feel like Tony took a break from music and wanted to find something else to do that was creative and he started making candles. Is that what happened or am I it's, crazy? It's, that's, that's pretty close. Like it's not <laughs> like, it wasn't ever like a, um, like hard line, like separation. I, um, I stopped playing music. I was still like, I, I've always been a fan of crafting and different doing things like that. Like I tried leatherworking. I tried woodworking. I tried, I just love doing that stuff. Oh, I guess that, that's what I wanted to say just real quick more about clothes. I guess that's the thing that attracts me to certain clothes. It's just like seeing like something that is unique mm-hmm. and it's just like cool to have. Yeah. It's not like, I don't even really like shopping at like h&m or anything anymore Mm because it's like i feel like i hate like wearing like a shirt and then seeing somebody else that has the same shirt (laughs) like it's dumb like it doesn't really matter but it's like if i'm in a store and i see like a whole rack of like the same style of a shirt uh, it's like i'm kind of i don't really want to buy it yeah but if there's only like one or two left it's like yeah but granted there's probably only one or two left because 10 other people already bought it that's true but in my head it's just seeing it in the moment like it's the only one that was here ever (laughs) um i use h&m for like basics and and layering and things like sure it's nice for that sure i feel like I'm, like, always real hit or miss. I feel like whatever, like, current trends H&M has had for, like, the past year, I have just been, like, not about. (laughs) I feel like it hasn't matched anything that I want to wear. Yeah. But someday, like, there's been times before when I've walked in there and it's like, I want every single thing that's in here. (laughs) What the fuck happened? I don't know if it's just my mood. It could be. You know? (laughs) I don't know. I think there was, like, a small time frame when I was trying to actually dress a lot nicer Mm -hmm. than I really need to. Like, I think I was just, like, trying to, like, overcompensate. Like, I want to dress nice, so I, like, bought all this nice shit and I'd wear it. It's like, I don't really feel comfortable in this. Like, maybe I'm, like, overdoing it. Like, I kind of, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe if, like, I was wearing something, like, oh, it looks fine, but it's Mm kind of like that confidence thing. Yeah. I'll go through moods. There's days, like, I'll dress like a punker, and then there's days where I'll just, like, dress, like, real fancy and stuff like that. It's just all what I'm feeling. Yeah, I think that it's, like, it's kind of stupid, too, where it's, like, if I'm, like, going to, like, Grey Walker practice, Mm -hmm. if I'm, like, if I, like, happen to wear, like, a cardigan and a button-up and, like, some nice shoes that day. Yeah. I'll probably change when I get home. Like, throw on some <laughs> jeans and a pair. I mean, granted, I don't want to be thrashing around at band practice in, like, yeah. some desert shoes and shit, you know? It's not going to work. I need, like, some, like, I don't want to ruin my nice clothes. That's true. But That's at the true. same time, there is always still a small part. Like, I can't fucking go to band practice. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like there's photographic Better throw evidence. Better a jean jacket. I, yeah, I mean, there's evidence that I dress nice sometimes. Yeah. I do catch myself, like, dressing for environments that I know mm-hmm. I'm going to be in. Yeah. Like, if I'm going down to D's, like, yeah, I'm going to throw on a jean jacket and some vans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do that a little bit, too. I do um, where I'm just like, ah, I probably shouldn't get, like, real fancy right now. It's nice to have the options, weird. though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Dude, I don't have this problem anymore, but I have had this problem where it's like, oh, I'm going on a nice date or going somewhere nice, and I have nothing nice to wear, so you end up wearing, like, the nicest thing that you kind of have, but you just look like a dick. Yeah. it's not quite right. That dude's not comfortable with that outfit. Like, like, like a black button-up and black skinny jeans. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it passes, but you yeah. want, it, no. You need some nice pants. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Candles. Candles. Yes. <laughs> yes. We keep ba- we keep like back. Yeah. No. I think tracking. now I'm done with clothes. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I started making candles. Um. While I was still playing music, I didn't have a lot of time to do it, so I just did it for fun. Um. And this was after I, I was just like trying to figure out like a nice way to um just make something. That, that was outside of my norm. So that's why I tried leatherworking. That's why I tried woodworking. I couldn't do that. It just didn't work for me. And then um, that at the time, uh, just before I started making candles, I was working at, um, at, a, at Walgreens. And um, I was in the photo department, but I was either back behind the cubbyhole sleeping or I was out in um, like the like beauty section. And I was, like, smelling all of the, like, soaps and shampoos just because I like smelling shit. Yeah. Um, and, I, like, I don't know. One day I was just, like, had an epiphany. I was, like, I like crafting shit. I like smelling shit. Why don't I do both? I'm going to make some candles. So, like, I, that's basically how I started. It was just on a whim. And I just bought, like, this, like, starter kit. Um, it was a lot of fun. And then I started, like, blending scents. And that's where I, like, really started getting into it just because, like, the ratio, like, like you can use like so many different. There's so many different fragrance oils out yeah. there in the world, like, um, that like, you can mix so many different things and so many things that you would not expect, and a lot of things that you would expect, but you can do it in such a completely different way that's not normal. Yeah, dude, I love like really unique candles. Mm-hmm. It's really rare to come by them. I don't, I don't go to many like craft like candle shops i don't yeah. even know if those exist but you know i'll be in like bath and body works and it's like oh there's a cinnamon vanilla there's yeah. the fucking this and that then they had some weird shit it was like a like it was like like chili lime lemon or something oh, really? Well, like really bizarre huh. I was like what the fuck is this and i smelled it and i was like this smells fucking awesome and yeah it like $28 like, put it back. <laughs> you know i'm not gonna fucking something buy that. that you wouldn't expect yeah i like those weird smells yeah that's what I, that's pretty much all that I do. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've realized a lot of times, like, <laughs> this is, this is one of the funniest parts because people will ask me, they're like, oh, what kind of sense you got? And then I'm like, I start rattling off these lists. Like and I people have, are like, <laughs> they're like, what the, what the fuck is that? Like, for example, um, the, I just made one, um, this is one of, I, I have six different fragrances. Um, I was just describing this to a friend of mine earlier today. Um, cause she was asking me what my favorite candle that I make is. And I told her it's, uh, it's frankincense and myrrh, sandalwood and vetiver. And she's just like, <laughs> she's like staring at me like, what? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's just like Vetiver. That that's one. That's the one where she was just like, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. What what, what sure. is Vetiver? Um, but it's just like it's like a grass and it smells really smoky. That sounds and, awesome. And I I dude, I fucking love like the more like musky mm-hmm. like uh. I feel like you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I smell that shit. You got one on you? I actually do in my car. Fuck yeah, we're do. To, we'll do some candle smelling after I'll, this. I'll I've been trying in. to fucking smell these fucking candles. I know, I know. I If I was more prepared today, I was going to bring them with me. Fuck. And like, well, let me smell that one. Okay, I will. I'll, okay. let, you, I'll, I'll let you smell that. But um, I got some candle, I got like four candles here. What Nothing fancy. What you got over this there? This is beer scented that Jasmine what? got me. Let yeah. me smell that. I'm it's curious. It's kind of like a lot of it's, it needs to be burning. But it's like a gel candle. Oh, I can smell it. Yeah. I can smell like the... Um, How do you think they made that? How would you make... Oh, man, you're... <laughs> I'm not a nose yet. I'm not, okay. <laughs> I'm not, not like that I much don't of a nose. nose. Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, it smells... I can smell... I can actually smell hops in it. Like, really? Yeah. I guess you could do that. Yeah, because it's a plant. Yeah. You can you can make like an essential oil out of it and turn it yeah. into like a fragrance oil. This candle was fucking awesome. It was actually from Hobby Lobby. Oh <laughs> yeah. I got this pre uh pre uh what was their huge problem that they had? Uh at Hobby Lobby? Yeah. Oh, I don't the, remember. Oh, 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 uh they wouldn't uh Vintage Lux. Yeah. Oh, that smells so good, though. Right? That smells really good. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Vintage you know lux. how much that thing was? How much? Seven bucks. Really? Holy shit. That's yeah. like... That's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking huge. And then this is just like, I don't know, these are like little bullshit Yankee candles. <laughs> but, um, Hobby Lobby's thing. I think that they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't let healthcare cover their female employees' birth control because what? of God. What? Things. Yeah, they're one of those places that's closed on Sunday, so their oh. families can, you know, what? That's fine. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, they were like in the news a lot for that. And, okay. Uh, I do remember seeing Hobby Lobby was in like the, uh, the headlines and shit. Yeah. I live I, seriously like there is so much that just like goes over my head. I live under a rock with current events. Sure. TV, like. All kinds of There's shit. There's a lot. That's the thing. Is like Hobby Lobby was really weird. Um, me and Jasmine will just go. You can go in there and get lost for like three hours. Yeah. Because they just have so much shit and it's so fucking cheap. Those, uh, these skull lights that I got, I Hobby got Lobby. at Hobby Lobby. They were five bucks. <laughs> Those are awesome. And uh, underneath the globe, I got the little ship in the bottle. I got that there. I think it was like five bucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, this candle for sweet. seven bucks. That nice. was like a $20 trip. I, I've only been there briefly, like, just just going in, um, I don't remember, I needed to get some sort of weird craft supply, so I was like, oh, yeah. there's a Hobby Lobby real quick. Um, but I've never actually they just have, wandered. They have some pretty, pretty cool, like, home decor yeah, kind of stuff. Like, it's all kind of tacky. <laughs> if you go outside, maybe I'll try to remember, I have, like, a light switch cover that has, like, a mallard and shit on it that I got there for a couple <laughs> yeah. bucks. It's awesome. Like, I it love is, shit like that. It is pretty sweet. <laughs> it's, like, super cheap. But, okay, back to the candles. What other scents do you got? Um, Do you want me just to go through, like, the entire list? Yeah, let's, list? let's rattle them off. All right. Plug so, this shit. Sure, yeah. So, my company name is Anther Candles. Um, I'll put a link in that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I'll link that shit. Um, just use my Facebook because I, I do have a website. I'm still working on that. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, if you just Google search, or not Google search, face, Facebook search the Anther Candle Company, uh, that'll pop up and everything. But uh, the the six fragrances that I'm working on right now, that, I, that, that I'm working with right now, I should say, um, the first one, and this is, this is really interesting because this is the first candle fragrance combination that I made. Um, it was teakwood and moss. That was the first one that I make. <coughs> I also have um, the other the other candle fragrances that I have. There's one that is um, Nag Champa, Dragon's Blood, Musk, and Milk. That sounds um, rad. It is pretty rad, honestly. Like I'm gonna be to like that one smells like a head shop essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's just like it's pretty good though. It's one of my favorites. It smells awesome. Um, so there's that one. So I got teakwood and moss, and then the Nag Champa one. Um, I also have, uh, this one's going to be really good for, for like winter time. Um, it is pine, vanilla, and bay rum. And the vanilla is a little bit subtle. It's just to sweeten it a little bit. Um, but that one's really good. It has like a really, really awesome, like winter flavor, no scent, not okay. flavor. Uh, it has like a really just awesome Just in time for winter. Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> um, so those are, that's the third one that I, that I have. Um, I have another one that's a little bit more feminine, a little bit more sweet. Uh, that one is, this is another one where people like look at me like I have three heads whenever they're asking. Um, so this one is two bros, cypress, uh, vanilla, oh crap, hold on. It's, it's two bros, white musk, cypress, and vanilla. Um, and everyone's like two bros have you come up with any cute names for these yet no i'm actually not going to do that oh really <laughs> yeah i I've, I've toyed back and forth i was just like <laughs> you're not gonna be like uh like summer's eve i thought about it and i thought about <laughs> making like really quirky like fun names and things like that but i just i don't know <laughs> i don't know what they like, call you have that uh that kind of like retro 50s aesthetic with your logo yeah, yeah. so you could like I could make it quirky. you could pull it off it is something that I could always decide to do in the future. Because there's this kind of thing where it's like not naming it. Mm-hmm. It's like good because you could see what's in it, but it yeah. also like has like like a small hint of like pretentious. Yeah, no, it's to totally it. true. But at the same time, <laughs> that's probably the people you're try- gonna that's gonna are gonna buy these. Yeah, that's the people I you're only... marketing to is like pretentious candle people. Yes, I only sell candles to pretentious assholes. <laughs> so if you're a pretentious <laughs> asshole, give me a call. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> it's true. It's true because um, whenever I started, whenever I started working on it, I, I realized that there are people out there that really do care about like what fragrances are involved in this this candle. They're sure, like, I want to know all about this candle. I want to know how you made it to smell like this, um, and and things like that. I appreciate that, and that's the reason why I I love. Um, like blending the fragrances myself just because i feel like a mad scientist oh yeah i go through like you should see my my bedroom right now it's like absurd there's like candles galore like candles that i'm not gonna burn because i i've realized that i I did like one test burn like i have to make an entire batch so like i'll do like a test batch um just like playing with the ratios i'll just be like how much do you make at a time um right now i do a pound uh, the batches are a pound. So with the, I have two different sizes. Uh, I have little baby tins and then I have bigger jars. Um, the jars, 
this it's it's irrelevant because this is not a visual but sure <laughs> the the jars are i think they're like eight ounces okay and um and the uh the little baby tins are four um but with with the um with each batch that i do i can either make six little tins or two big tins <clears throat> so if i if i do um if i do a like a test batch and I'm not sure how the ratio is going to work out and I don't like it and it just doesn't wow me that like other one large jar or um, five other baby tins they're they're like almost almost useless. I, I, I shouldn't say yeah. that they are useless, but like um, I'm sure I could probably like be like, hey, you want some prototype ones like do yeah. things like that promos. Yeah. Yeah. Different things like that. But, but if it's um, not like a scent that wows you. Yeah, maybe you don't want to throw that out there. But then right. again, you know, maybe something that doesn't wow you might wow somebody else. You know, that's it's like true. fucking Bob Dylan. That is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were some that I that I have made in the past where I'm just like, eh. And I'll let I'll, I would let like friends of mine smell it, um, and they're like, "This is incredible! Like this is this just smells so good. I love this." Um, but yeah, I I should probably make some ones that I I feel other people would like as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting how, how like, um, what's it called? Subjective it is, I guess you sure. could say. Because. Everybody's different. Yeah. I mean, I personally hate food scented candles. I hate them. Oh, okay. Anything like Yankee smells, candle, like the if it's chocolate like, chip cookies. Like cherry pie. Yeah. The, like cherry. That shit's weird to me. Fragrance just smells good awful to me I, I get this like noxious chemical scent along with artificial cherry flavoring yeah and it's just like oh That's all, i don't like the like sweet smelling candles they yeah. just smell unnatural yeah and and some people love that some people really do love that and that's oh the, the house smells like pumpkin pie <laughs> yeah <laughs> tis the season always yeah <laughs> um but yeah i i i definitely don't want to make stereotypical fragrances like that i think if i do start incorporating more food scents i'm going to do them in a different way um so i would use like if I, I maybe would use like a fruit note with like other i don't know like what um yo make me a spinach artichoke dip scented candle <laughs> cheese <laughs> topped with cheese yeah yeah make me yeah. a make me a swiss cheese and add, the, no the wick is the wick is like a piece of parmesan cheese oh, it's so... <laughs> it'd be so good yeah. um no but like I, I i have tried there was one that i that i was working on it was um oh man this is i'm trying to think it was lotus blossom pear How do you get the pears? Are, you can get like extracts. Do they well, sell? Well, or... I the way that the way that I um, make the candles, I make them with fragrance oils. Yeah. Um, people make them with essential oils. You can make essential oils out of like any plant, essentially. No pun intended. <laughs> I didn't mean to use essentially. Sure. In essential. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> regardless, um, yeah, you can, you make essential oils like you can do it in a lot of different ways. Um, that's something that I'm really interested in. I would like uh, this is this is a, a future goal for like the candle company. I would really like to actually start making my own fragrances um, from scratch. Yeah, not, not like 
mixing fragrance oils. Like that's that... Did you watch that perfume perfume movie yet? Dude, I just watched it last night and holy shit, like it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I, I remember just... I was telling you to watch that a while yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I you watched fin- it. I finally did and honestly like I thought it was like one of the most beautiful movies it's ever. Awesome. It's like this is like so cool. <laughs> like it, he's it's it's it's, wild. it's weird. Yeah. The ending gets really weird. Yeah, it's a story about this like madman who like has incredible olfactory senses and and then just like it he just takes it too far. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the root I've of it. I've never seen another movie like that though. It's I so either. unique and weird. Such a good idea. And you know what I noticed? Um all the terminology and things like that that are in that movie are all spot on accurate. Like That's cool. Grass France um that that place that he goes to yeah. in the movie that is like the haven for perfumery oh really like that is like the if you go to school in grass you're like gonna be doing some like pretty like awesome shit um cool. yeah it's it's beautiful like it's I, i've seen like photos of of it and they actually have like farms and stuff where they grow like french lavender and like all kinds of different things like that and then that that's where they like make the essential oils um, so is this like not all this knowledge you're getting? Is this all something that stemmed from wanting to start the candle thing, and you just yes. kind of fell into this world? Yes, that you didn't know existed. Yeah, has this it's... made you appreciate different things like cologne or anything like that anymore, or is that like a whole different world? Is it connected? It is connected. It's 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 one hundred percent connected. It's all olfactory, like just like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, it has definitely given me more of an appreciation for good colognes and perfumes sure i've also noticed but but this is this is something you know like um it's probably due to like other like the popularity of it and like how often you smell it and things like that there are certain like fragrances out there that i just think are noxious now i don't like them um like a, like a... How do you pronounce it? Like the Aqua Di Gio. Aqua Di Gio, That's the one. That's the <laughs> yeah. one that sticks out in my mind. That I'm just like, ugh, ugh. Like, yeah. I, when I smell that, I smell stale beer and like cigarettes. I remember for some reason. I remember reading on a blog once. It's like some guy was saying like anytime he smells that, he smells like a guy that like thinks that he's an adult but isn't yet. Mm-hmm. Or he like made some comment like that. Like yeah. that's that's like a perfume or a cologne you buy, what like when you think that you want to smell good, but it's just yeah. like a very, uh, I don't know what this. Like, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Yeah. but you know what I mean. It's just when like sh- yeah, like oh yeah, this is this is the good stuff. This is the good. This is so the good. everybody <laughs> ends up smelling like that. Top it's like shelf. <laughs> it's like walking past the Abercrombie store and like that right. kind of smell. Exactly. And honestly, like I think if you were to just remove those scents from any connotation, because I mean it is it is 100 true that scent is like the strongest sense that's tied to memory, um, and like so. With all of the experiences that you get from Abercrombie Fierce and Aqua de Gio, you generate this, like, distaste for it. Yeah. And, um, I, like, if you remove all of that connotation from the actual scent, they're not bad scents. Like, they're... Oh, no. Yeah. Like, they're but definitely there's, there's not things bad. But there's things that are attached to it. Right. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to smell like a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, it's like... But that's... Cologne is another thing that's like 
fuck, like, yeah, I want to get into, like, good cologne. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't know anybody that's into that shit, but then I don't want to like a cologne because somebody else told me to like it. Yeah. And I always feel like (sighs) such a cunt, like, going to, like, a place and, like, trying to smell different ones. It's like, you can only get to, like, through, like, four or five of them before it all just starts to smell the same. Exactly. And, like, being in, like, those environments, like, like a Macy's, for example. Right. It's like, you can't really (laughs) embrace that smell fully to begin with yeah so you know there's all the other shit around you and some asshole walks by with their cinnamon sugar pretzel and it's just like (laughs) there's so many scents going on it's just like sensory overload but i like Um, the concept of like a good cologne yeah but i don't know i don't know how to look for it yeah that's how i I ended um, up stumbling across that blog i was telling you about one day i was like trying to do my like research you know and yeah but then it's like well i don't want to get something because somebody else said to get it (laughs) right but at the same time it's like yeah i do know like too many people that wear aqua did you (laughs) it's true it's like (laughs) such a popular cologne now yeah it's just like oh god um but yeah like i'm actually um i i started looking into perfumery more um and i actually i want to start using it as inspiration for my candles, like my candle making and things yeah, like that. Yeah, a lot of the candles that I end up gravitating towards are ones that kind of smell almost like cologne. Right. In a weird way. Just yeah. not as, like, abrasive, you know. Right, exactly. cologne kind of has that, like... <laughs> it's always just that initial bite. Yeah. That, you know, over time. That's the other problem, too. I don't understand how... Like, I guess I'm not trained in the sense of, like... Like, sometime after the cologne, there's something kind of, like, the scent changes... Yes. From like whenever you first spray it on you to where it is an hour after that. That is, that is, that's actually, that's planned out. That's methodical for colognes. Sure. Um, so like whenever you dissect a cologne, there are, there are three sections. There's, um, what's it called? The head, the heart, and the base. It's like beer, dude. Yeah. It's front hop, back hop. Yeah. Like that kind of yeah. shit. I love, I love just like analyzing Something that's so simple is just like a refreshing beer or just like a scent, you know, know, like a cologne. Dude, I think that like, this is really funny because I've been talking with Jasmine a lot lately. Like I have this problem where I like overthink everything, (laughs) like everything. And it's, it's kind of like bad in a way because it's like, I'm overthinking things like my creative things like art, music, work. If somebody mm-hmm. like gets like a little mad at me or if I fuck up a small thing at work, I'm thinking like, oh God, I'm going to get fired. Like I overthink. <laughs> but like stuff like beer or cologne like yeah. caters to my overthinking in a positive way. Yeah, And exactly. lets me like appreciate all of those small things that most people are probably just like, oh, it tastes like that. Or this it's, is beer. It's a smell. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I can like pick apart those things and it's fun because of my... Well, it keeps... I personally think I like... I like to think that it keeps your creative ideas in your head. Like you, you still, you can still like, if you're dissecting something that far and like trying to like figure out why it does this and why it does that, you still, I feel like you still would have like, sure. an imagi- you're, you're curious. And I feel like that keeps your imagination going, Yeah, you know, because the second you lose your imagination, Dude, like, you're even like clicks with like records. Like sometimes I'll put on a record and like the needles locked in the groove weird. And I'm like, why the fuck does this sound weird? And I have to like get in there with my hands and like yeah. fix it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like things that are like hands on, like yeah. If it's a pain in the ass, or I think a lot about it, I'm like, yeah, awesome. I want to think about it. I just I like things that are pains in the asses. <laughs> but uh, cologne, the different stages of yeah. Okay. So um, I I don't I I haven't delved into it too far, but I do know that like the the head is the the very first like scent. Well, they talk about this in that movie, right? 
And it's like, uh, any knowledge that I have is from that movie, which I've but, seen that movie a good handful of times. But that's, that's like, all pretty accurate stuff. Yeah. Like, um, so, like, the, the head notes, those are the things that you're going to smell first. And that, those are the things that are going to dissipate quickly. Um, the, they always say that the heart note is, is kind of like, if you're, if you're trying to like create a scent, um, you're going to think of one scent essentially that you want to like focus it around. Sure. Um, that's typically like the heart note, I believe. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent if I'm, if I'm accurate, like, like correct with all this information, but, um, I'm just starting to get into it and I really, really enjoy like the, the content and, and everything. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to read up a lot more on it but um the the heart is it that's the one that kind of like is the theme of the fragrance and you you kind of like piece together the the head note and the bass note to complement the heart note um but the heart note is supposed to last for like a few hours and then the lingering undertones would be the bass note essentially that's sure gonna, that's gonna be like the lasting last sense and everything like that so it's it's really it's really interesting like um there's like like the whole like sommelier thing with like wines like they're just overanalyzing wine and it's it's so interesting though yeah like, you know, i can like, never get into wine i know like there's like people that are super into it i just haven't yeah broken that thing yet but i totally understand it exactly just coming from like all this other weird yeah quirky shit like... that i like to dissect yeah and and it's really cool because like so like if you think about like an essential oil there are so many different ways to make an essential oil of the same plant differently okay like so like um let's say for example uh like we'll just we'll just talk about lavender so like with lavender um typically essential oils i believe are are made from like the actual like lavender florets like the little like actual like flower part of it before it like fully blooms open um so you can make essential oils from that you can make essential oils from the stem and 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 like the leaves and different things like that and each um each part of the flower has different characteristics to it so so like you can make an essential oil strictly out of lavender florets and it'll come out with one one like scent um and then if you make one strictly with like the leaves it's gonna have a different scent sure do like just like with like the like the greenery part like it's it's all gonna be like really really different and and like depending upon like the temperature that it's it's like oh steep down like there's sure it's crazy how much of a difference like some one company like one essential oils company or one essential oil company that makes lavender essential oil can yeah. smell a decent amount different than a Dude, different company. It's like it's like piano keys, man. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like you have all of these different options now. Yeah. Write a song. Right, exactly. Like there's just so much to it. Like it's and that's what I love about it. I love that. Like, um, it's it's almost like a quest. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I think like, of it as a quest. It's it's almost like you need to kind of just like get in there and start fucking around though. Yes. Otherwise, cause it could probably be like on the surface, really intimidating, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a option paralysis. Like what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you kind of yeah. just need to like, ah, fuck it. Ah. Right. And I find myself, I find myself going through that. I've actually never heard that phrase option paralysis before, but I really like that because I find myself doing that 
all the fucking time. Sure. Like, I'm constantly, I'm just like, I really want to use this fragrance, and I'm just like, mm, what the fuck do I do with it? Like, what what can I do with it that's going to complement it in different ways? That's the kind of stuff that I want to do more research on. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the perfumery is going to help with that. And, yeah. Um, but basically, with all the fragrance combinations that I've made so far, um, it's either things that I just feel go hand in hand, um, or it's something where I'm just like, fuck it. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. That's what you need to do. And like, <laughs> and with any sort of creative endeavor, yeah. you have to be okay with the fact that some, every once in a while, it's not going to work out in your favor. Right. And you can't fear that. You can't let that fear of failure or just, uh, disappointment stop you yeah. from all the possible awesomeness. It's true. It's true. I mean, there's like that, there's that, um, that whole like saying where uh, the, the the most successful person is the person who has failed thousands of times. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like that kind of thing. It it is true because I mean if you don't get out there and if you don't try things you're not gonna succeed because you're not trying doing anything. Do anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's really it's really that's, interesting though. Yeah, that's where I've always been at with what I do. It's like I do the shit that I do. Whether it's this podcast or Sykes or some fucking band or if I happen to draw something which doesn't happen in years. But whatever. Um, I do it because I want to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like I do all this. It's very selfish. I do it for myself. But what... And – but that's like why I still do it. Yeah. You know? There, I don't – it's not – I'm like – I think that <laughs> the term selfish is a very good thing. Yeah. And I think more people need to be more selfish. Yeah. And like just – not worry about other people the other people even if they're people that they care about it's mm-hmm. like just focus on you and stop trying to take care of everybody else unless like unless what you're passionate about is like i don't know finding a partner and settling down and not doing anything interesting or right. you're passionate about your day but, job or in like you football but in whatever. that sense in that sense um some people can consider that selfless sure but at the same time if they enjoy that, that is selfish. Yeah. I feel like everything, this is, this is really interesting. This is a, a like development that I just kind of came across a couple of days ago. I'm just like, Oh, I just thought about it this way. No matter what happens, there is some like underlying factor of selfishness, no matter how selfless, like the act is like, let's say, I don't know. I, I, I'm just trying to think extremes. Um, like a, a philanthropist. Why does a philanthropist give back to other people? I mean, essentially to help other people. But at the same time, I feel like there is some degree where that philanthropist enjoys the the feeling of giving to somebody. Yeah. So if you think about it in that sense, that as selfless as being a philanthropist is and like donating to charities, if he enjoys that and feels good about himself because he did that, that's selfish. Yeah, sure. And it's not bad. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody does different things for different reasons. You know, yeah. we're all snowflakes. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But <laughs> just in, in general, it's like, I do the shit that I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, I know sometimes the stuff I do doesn't, like, make sense. Like, mm-hmm. People aren't going to get it, and I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's like, I just do the stuff I want to do. And uh, it's whatever. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I totally agree with that, too. Just because, I mean, there's a lot of times where people are like, why the fuck do you make candles? And I'm just like, well, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like doing it. So if you don't like candles, then whatever. Yeah, if you don't like smelling things, then I don't like. I think like... it's pretty cool. <laughs> then I don't I like, like you. <laughs> awesome. 
Thanks. Thank That's you. That's fucking sweet. Well, hey, dude, I think we can wrap up. We've... Word. Is there anything you want to talk about that you didn't talk about? I think we covered just about my entire life. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for coming over. Dude, thanks for having me. Good luck with uh, everything. The band and the candles and Thank you. the fashion. <laughs> Good, <laughs> luck with... Good luck with the fashion. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> thanks, man. And that's all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Tony's a pretty good guy, right? You know, he's, he's a smart guy. He's fun. I like hanging out with him. I like talking to him. He's a good conversation haver. And maybe that's why this conversation was so fucking long. I didn't even realize how long we were going for. But anyways, thanks for sticking around. Glad you're still here. If you are still here, it'd be really nice of you to tell some friends to come by and check out the episodes. Because, you know, why not? They're here. Your friends are there. I'm here. Tell them to come by. I don't have anybody to hang out with. I'm here all by myself. JK, Jasmine's here. Fuck you. And, uh, yeah. I'll be back next week with another episode. So, yeah. I don't know. Shit. I've been really wanting to, like, talk about myself more in these beginning and, like, these intros and outros, you know? Like, tell people about my life and what I'm doing. You know, like, going to baby battle this week. That'll be cool. Maybe I should talk about it next week when I'm back. But the problem is that by the time I get back, so much else is already going to have happened that I'm going to... Nobody cares, bruh. Maybe that's true, too. Maybe nobody does care. Nobody cares. Uh, I'm Sykes. Start the beat. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> I'm really sorry you listened to this. <laughs>